Hi there, this is Derek Prawl, and you're listening to Atlanta Civic Circle's Week in Review. In housing news, some Southwest Atlantans are concerned that a new development in the Capitol Heights neighborhood near Adair Park will ultimately decrease affordability in the area. Developer Rangewater Real Estate is proposing approximately 300 new apartments at the site of an old car battery plant. According to City Record, Rangewater needs to price 49 of those units at or below 80% of the area median income. The Capital View Neighborhood Association says that the current affordability plan does meet their minimum standards of affordable units, but the volume and depth of affordability planned does not. There are also concerns that the development would significantly change the character of the neighborhood and increase problems related to infrastructure and traffic. The Forest Cove apartment complex, which Atlanta Civic Circle previously covered, might finally be on track for a much-needed and long-anticipated rehabilitation. Millennia Housing Management, the company's property manager, has assured ACC that the company is in its final stages of acquiring the complex and plans to preserve the 396 units of affordable housing with extensive upgrades. Atlanta Housing, the city's public housing authority, says it will be helping in that process. In democracy news, Georgia was recently recognized by the U.S. Election Assistance Commission for its increased security measures and innovations during last year's presidential election. The award comes in the wake of unsubstantiated claims of voter fraud made by former President Donald Trump. Former President Jimmy Carter, whose post-presidential humanitarian work includes promoting and preserving democracy at home and abroad, weighed in on what he sees as efforts by Georgia Republicans to restrict voting access. One thing we have learned from our international work is that while states must safeguard the integrity of the election process to prevent fraud, this should not be at the expense of voters' access to the polls, Carter said in a statement. They should proactively expand voter access through safe, secure administrative practices, he added. At the federal level, last week, HB1, also known as the For the People Act, passed the U.S. House of Representatives and now moves to the Senate. While it likely has little chance of passing by a conventional vote, its provisions would supersede states' efforts to restrict voting access. Some highlights of the bill include requiring states to offer same-day voter registration for federal elections, requiring states to give all voters the option of voting by mail, and forcing state officials to deal with issues related to long lines at the polls. The bill requires states provide enough resources to ensure voters would wait no longer than 30 minutes to cast their ballots. Finally, Atlanta Civic Circle has released a new resource on voter suppression. Legislators are walking a tightrope of ensuring election integrity without suppressing votes, and there's a lot of argument these days about the flurry of new bills emerging in the wake of a contentious presidential election. This new For Your Information article aims to shed some light on the subject. That's all for this week. Be sure to follow us on social media for our most up-to-date coverage, and visit atlantaciviccircle.org for more in-depth reporting. Thanks, and have a great week.